0: Welcome to the Digital CXO Podcast. I'm excited to be here with you today. And we are revamping this podcast to bring you everything digital transformation. And I'm Amanda Rosani. Today with me is Mike Fazard And with that, I'm gonna pass it over to Mike.
1: Well, always a pleasure to be here with you, Amanda. I guess what I really wanna dive into early here is what is the current state of digital transformation? And I'm asking the question because Well, before we encountered some recent economic headwinds, it was all about we're going to create some amazing new process or application that was going to drive additional revenue opportunities for organizations. And a lot of times we had um, specialized units created for this whole thing. And now fast forward to where we are today. People are a little more circumspect about the current state of the economy. I don't think we're in a recession or maybe we're in certain parts of the world. But right now, it seems like there's a lot of people struggling with how to implement all this stuff successfully. I think a lot of it is ultimately comes down to it's a massive exercise in change management. And it's not clear to me that people fully anticipated the cultural issues. I think they wrap their heads around the technology. but. Your assessment, Amanda, where are we on this journey?
0: Yeah, it's interesting because we've been focused on digital transformation here via our our website, Digital CXO, for a few years now. And I think we were maybe a little early because it's just now a really big focus, it seems like, for a lot of these leaders. And change management is definitely uh, one big area that um, causes a little bit of roadblocks And uh, in talking to some HR professionals on this issue, um, a lot of it comes down to um, training and communication across the departments um, and eliminating those silos and um, allowing people to understand why and how they're going to be benefited from change and implementing this technology because as we know a lot of people do not like change they get very comfortable where they're at um so you know it's just it's a lot about communication and bringing people on board and proper training
1: i think in a lot of organizations there's also this effect where um whenever the great new thing is the old guard feels threatened by it and what happens is they start to react like antibodies and they start to you know, basically find ways to resist and eventually smother and kill this new entity that might be uh, perceived as a threat to their existence. I think what's changed in the tenor of the conversation is that the, the boards are making it clearer that well, regardless of whether the process is old or new, it needs to be modernized because we got to find ways to be more efficient. We got to be more profitable. So I think at the end of the day, what was once considered like this hot little group over here that we're going to go build a lab around and do something cool, the whole thing is much more mainstream now. Everybody's being asked to digitally transform a lot of times, though, I'm not sure they go deep enough, and I say that in this regard. It's one thing to take an existing process and to throw a mobile app in front of it and call it digitized. I think basically all that winds up doing is annoying everybody involved because there it becomes clear that this is a paper-based process that we've now, quote-unquote, digitized. I don't think that's quite the same thing as completely re-engineering the process with and I towards what are the tools we have? What is the actual user expectation these days? And Amanda, I'll kick it back to you, but it seems to me like customers and end users are frustrated. I think they expect better.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've had quite the conversations with several executives on that very topic of the difference between digitalization and digital transformation <laughs> and uh, and what exactly that means and how the term gets thrown, you know, they get interchanged and thrown around quite a bit. Um, and like you said, um, how how much are they digitally transforming? And at the end of the day, it really comes down to two things, which is money and uh, better profit, you know, margins from digitally transforming and then customer experience, which Customers are expecting more and more um, ease of use and um, uh, better CX. So those are the two main reasons people are, you know, digital leaders are looking to transform and provide ter- better customer service and experience and while also um, cutting cost and saving money um, and, and also time efficiency.
1: I think somewhere along the line we skipped on the training i think we assume that if we put new technology out there that people would understand how best to use it in reality i'll give you an example went to the doctor this week and uh, showed up and filled out the exact same form i've always filled out i'll be on a mobile computing device uh, checked off the same boxes i always check off and i get that some of that may need to be updated but Um, Clearly, a lot of the information was stuff that they already knew, and they could have just theoretically repopulated for me, and I guess there are some HIPAA regulations that might get in the way of completely doing that, but it could be a lot better experience. The other issue is it's been a year since I visited the doctor. I think I sent them four or five email messages to their portal, the one that they set up for the specific process, and no answer all year long so basically this is roughly akin to me taking my car in for a tune-up other than the fact it's a human body and i probably will not talk to my good doctor for another year and uh, you know maybe there'll be some uh test results someday that i might see but frankly i've taken other tests and never seen the results but i guess if nobody ever sent me the results all things must be okay i suspect i'm not the only one having this kind of experience so We need to do better just as uh, the way we treat people because otherwise they're going to eventually go somewhere else, right?
0: Yeah, so big case in point. So they digitized the process, but there was no digital transformation in the customer experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yes, this is a a real issue that I think um, business leaders are trying to wrap their heads around and get right and not just digitally transform for the sake of digitizing some process, but there has to be a real um, end result that's measurable.
1: I think a lot of folks, including my good doctor, probably aren't even aware of exactly how the processes that make their businesses work actually are executed. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to discover if most business executives, I know if I put a beer in front of them, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm a vice president. I totally understand exactly how everything works. And then I put two more beers into them, and I will find out that there are more exceptions than there are rules to this process. And they're not entirely sure who's doing what, when, and how the back end of this whole thing works. There's usually a few folks deep in the organization that have a good handle on exactly what's happening, when and where. But they're not in charge of making decisions that change my outcome. They're just executing it. So do we need to have a bigger conversation about how businesses are run?
0: I think so. And and to your point, there's usually maybe one, maybe two IT professionals in these, you know, different businesses and, you know, doctor's offices and things like that that really have a handle and are in control of all of it. But as you said, they're using a lot of other companies for their software and for a lot of these um. Changes and um, the communication, I feel like, is always a big issue between the companies that uh, leaders are choosing to go with, and um, the back and forth when it comes to change management and software implementation. There's always just a lot of, um, you know, usually arguing, arguing, and stress as they try to. Get the programs to work how they want and you know trying to communicate with the people who know what's going on as they're working with all these different companies with all this different software is a real issue
1: yeah to your point these silos are killing us right we have all this data that gets entered into one application and for lack of any kind of meaningful integration on the back end never winds up in another application so more often than anybody cares to admit, we are cutting and pasting entire documents from one application into another and calling that a job. Um, Do you think maybe AI can save us from ourselves going forward? What's a reasonable expectation here?
0: Definitely. I mean, AI is a whole other tool in the box now, especially when it comes to digital transformation. And there are so many use cases for it. And I have been seeing a lot of content around how to harness AI for data management um so um yeah i think it that ai is definitely going to be utilized more and more in the data realm
1: i hope so and i'm also hoping that maybe things will become less complex uh not to beat up on the medical industry but uh, when i get a report today from them on any level it's about 30 pages deep and i have no idea what any of it means so basically i'm waiting for someone to send me an interpretation. I'm kind of hoping that one of the benefits of Gen AI, if we can figure out the privacy issues, is that I'll just get a summarization, very neat, maybe you know, three paragraphs at most that tells me exactly what I need to know, what maybe is actionable here, and you know what I might be able to do about something, because otherwise I'm just kind of scratching my head half the time.
0: Absolutely. That would be a great use case.
1: As we think about all this. Is there a way to uh, maybe, I don't know, put everybody who's in these digital business initiatives and the IT folks that work with them? I think they need group therapy. I think we got to put everybody in a room and kind of let them hash out these things. I, I think there's a general expectation where too often people are yesing each other to death and everybody's saying, oh, absolutely, we can do this. It's a grand vision. and the execs go off and present something to investors and shareholders and the folks who are executing this stuff know that you know there's a lot of gremlins in the way between the vision and the reality so maybe we should have a giant moment where we say to everybody hey let's level set our digital business transformation expectations and initiatives here in a way that are reasonable and let's not point fingers at each other. Let's just figure out how we're going to move forward. Because I think a lot of folks are just afraid of getting blamed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it too, is, you know, they, you know, a company chooses a company to work with and that company wants their business and they offer very unreasonable deadlines um, or the other company expects it to be done at a very unreasonable deadline. And then that deadline comes and goes multiple times um, and there's a lot of back and forth and, And I think a real problem, too, is all the um, staff changes and the skill level of of the different staff that come in and what they can handle um, and all this communication back and forth. Um, And as we know, in the tech industry in general, there's a lot of people um, being cut from jobs and and they're not rehiring. So they're taking on even more work and more companies that um, they're having to take their projects on and they're trying to wrap their head around it while they're overloaded with a whole bunch of different um, initiatives all at once. So um, yeah, all getting together to communicate better would be helpful.
1: Almost seems like to me, there's this weird vicious cycle that goes on. And it's difficult if I'm an established player and I have some processes that the entire organization knows and implements and we've been using for years to transform. And what happens is then a startup shows up and they don't have that overhead and all that legacy stuff the only issue is they don't have any data but um they have the ability or the freedom to work with a blank piece of paper and they often come up with a better system and a better evolution but in the absence of any data they quickly run out of gas and they just don't have enough customers to uh, sustain themselves and lo and behold the very company that they are trying to disrupt turns around and acquires them and then we have 3 or 4 years of integration hassles while the bigger company tries to figure out what the little company was doing and marry it up with their data and again we have competing processes that don't always line up so well is this the way we operate i mean can we be smarter than this or is this just how you know life is
0: yeah no you would think so and i think they you know they do need to step back and and I think it comes down to better training and then um, just better um, putting time towards those meetings with everyone who has uh, who is involved.
1: I think that means the digital CXO has to show up and kind of be the uh, counselor for all these folks, somebody who kind of um, holds their hand and walks them through the transition. And maybe digital CXO has got to find ways to be shall we say, less threatening and mm-hmm. yes, less
0: up. threatening and more motivating. You know, what's the end <laughs> yeah. result? What's their why? As you know, as we hear a lot. Um,
1: I wonder if we are going to see a new generation of digital CXOs then. I mean, I think the first generation, were all very entrepreneurial minded. Are we going to see a second wave that are maybe a little more uh, deeper in tune with the organizations that they work with. They might be more manufacturing experts, they might be more uh, customer service folks. Um, Is that how this is going to evolve?
0: I think we're slowly starting to see that. I mean, there's a lot of positions now being hired for specifically digital transformation project managers and leaders, Um, and I think breaking that down into People with those skills and abilities who also are deeply within whatever industry it is, like you said, um, whether it be manufacturing, um, healthcare, what whatever it is, they they need to have a good skill set in both.
1: All right, folks. Well, you heard it here. Digital transformation, it's not a thing. It's a state of mind. And so you want to kind of check your biases at the door and kind of... Reach out to your fellow colleagues who are pretty interested, probably, in change themselves. They just want to do it in a way that is, shall we say, uh, not an existential threat to their existence. Hopefully, this was helpful, all you all. We're looking forward to having these conversations more as we go forward. Amanda, take us home.
0: Yes, and happy to have you on today and stay tuned. We are going to do this on a weekly cadence. And for more information about digital transformation, definitely check out our website, digitalcxo.com.